Okay, for people that have certain commitment, I uh, there's this one tip that I don't know whether it's a positive tip, but uh, if you can't do something in your vision that you want to attain, like, one thing is like besides doing a method, kind of like help yourself Another way is to like maybe scale it down because I think a lot of people have passion projects but their vision is so hard to attain like really like damn far like only oh, I think you're right yeah shooting certain things and also shooting an actor yeah yeah you're right actually money. yeah uh, and when you think about it it's like oh my god I spent like 5,000 dollars just to go there and buy the right equipment and stuff then there's a lot of like uh, money involved and stuff but I feel that it shouldn't be that way. Mm. Uh, they can scale it smaller, like they can start small, like we just get like the most amazing concept that they, they, they themselves can take mm-hmm. in Singapore and mm. other places that they are doing. Instead of like shooting their dreams and hopes all the way to the sky. Like I think that scares the person that is planning. Uh, and they will have a lot of doubts. Yeah. And I think Fashion Project is supposed to be motivating not like trying to demoralize you like and they always compare with people that are like been doing it for 10 20 years then of course the expectation and their skill will be the best yeah 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 Ah, well, I kind of took that advice on myself. Eh. Like, yeah, that's true. Eh. That's very true. Eh. Yeah, I sometimes scare myself with uh, my own the things that I want to do. Three, two, one. Everybody has been through their Chinese New Year. Everybody has been through their uh, normal New Year. How is your resolution doing? Please let me know. DM me. How's the progress? <laughs> At least for me, I'm trying to for this year 2020. I'm trying to build up my brand uh, for both my wedding side and my corporate side. And uh, everybody should know like by now the virus has been like, going around the world and uh, affecting quite a bit of like the wedding couples and also the corporate events uh, due to like cancellation or postponing. So let's hope uh, by the end of this month everything should subside uh, and, uh, and continue to pursue our targets for 2020. So uh, before we start this podcast, uh, if you are new, welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is a podcast where I invite creatives to talk about creative topics, business related uh, topics to help us uh, build up our brand and also build up our uh, basically anything creative. Lah. And uh, today we are very happy to invite uh, another guest. He's Jeremy from J for Gems. I will put the description down below. Also <laughs> the observatory project. He hosts two account, so that's why uh, he uh, he's focusing mainly on photography, wedding photography, and also a bit of uh, corporate photography. Uh, maybe you can introduce yourself, Jeremy. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Alright, uh, thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Jeremy. Um, so I do photography. Actually, you kind of did a good job intro the, introducing me. Uh. <laughs> I'm missing a bit here and there. Yeah, so anyway, uh, I do wedding photography and also uh, uh, some commercial stuff. Uh, for now, uh, I'm currently doing uh, freelancing. Um, I recently only just quit my full-time job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's yet to be seen whether you know, uh, like he said before we started, like whether is it a brave thing to do. I think it could end up being maybe a foolish thing, but who knows? You know, I I really hope that uh, uh it's gonna work out and uh, 
I'm saying too much already, right? It's no, no, it's okay. It will work out. <laughs> yeah. Are you okay, uh, uh, intending to opening uh, the company brand or like really go through? Um, I mean, it definitely is on my mind. Um, but for now, I suppose um, what's more priority for me is to find, uh, you know, stabilize my income lah, huh? and uh, my my uh, flow. Uh, my, you know, clients, a steady flow of clients, for example, uh, before I can really look to opening a company, um, you know, some people might have different perspectives. Some people might feel like, oh, you know, you kind of should legitimize yourself first. Um, you know, but I mean, that's kind of the way I think and it might change. But for now, yeah, that's how I feel. 2020 goal. Maybe by then, you end of 2020, you should be able to decide whether that's the right move for you. But definitely very happy for you to at least have the courage to jump out. I mean, uh, <laughs> I have the same exact situation as you. <laughs> Not knowing uh, when's the next sale. I mean, definitely there's some financial freedom that is being like, blocked. Mm. Uh, but at least you're doing something that you like to do. So yeah, for sure. Very important. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how's your 2020 looking like for this this coming year? Like, is there any uh, plans or uh, upcoming shoot, standing upcoming shoot for you. When's the, when's the next shoot? Right, so for me, um, the next shoot most likely will be in a week's time or so. Uh, it's, uh, it's actually a workshop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, so I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, but for this year, I think I'm going to focus more on improving myself, um, my skills, you know. Uh, I, I, I do feel like I started uh, picking up photography maybe later than others uh, maybe only during my uni days so um, for me I think since now I kind of decided to make the jump I'm gonna spend a lot of time focusing on my craft and uh, that might even be more of a priority than uh, uh, you know income because learning experiences for me I think now I really need to condense and really like uh, absorb as much as I can uh, uh, for me to really be confident and uh, uh, proud of my work and I think it will help me uh, with you know talking to clients about stuff in the future you know uh, yeah I'm not saying I, you know I'm not saying I'm bad now lah <laughs> yeah, I, have to, I, I do have a bit of uh, uh, skills here and there, but definitely compared to um, my peers, you know, some of them, uh, I really respect them, I admire their work, and uh, I really hope to learn more from them. Uh. Yeah, so for 2020, that's how it's looking, I guess. Yeah. I think it, it takes time. Yeah. Are, uh, because as a creative, the business aspect and the sales aspect is definitely not the strongest of them for everyone. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it takes time to, to morph a way to talk to clients in layman terms. Mm-hmm. I mean, you definitely have some uh, vision that you want to achieve for your clients. Yeah. But how to convey it is also an art. Like, uh, how to convince your clients certain vision works for them. Mm-hmm. Like, you might have the best interest for them, but then uh, if we don't communicate clearly or effectively, the expectations yeah. off, then uh, it's, it's very hard for your client to really like uh, believe in what mm-hmm. you're doing. So, but then again, client hire you for your vision. Mm. So, if they really trust you, I think it'll be a, a very positive thing for everyone. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. My phone just rang and I just said no. 
Oh. My bad. Okay. Okay. So, I've seen your latest post uh, on. Uh, I think it's. I don't think it's a personal account. I think it's the. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you have like an SP shoot. Yeah. There's an SP and there's a couple. Yeah. Let me share more about that. Mm, so for me, um, I come from a wedding background. Is it? As in, should I name drop? As in, I came from a wedding production company la, Previously, I mean, you don't have to say the name. Okay, I guess I won't. Yeah, but so anyway, I I I came from that background. So uh, and that really was the place where I kind of uh, hone my skills and take it really to the next level. I had a I had a great mentor there. Uh, I really learned a lot from her. She was very strict on me la, but uh, I almost feel like that is the reason why I learned so much in such a short span of time. Do you know her? Uh, do you know her? Uh? Hmm. No, I haven't seen her on that particular wedding day. Oh no no no! It wasn't her. It wasn't. Oh, I mean, she was part of the process lah, but uh, she wasn't really my direct mentor. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but they work together. They work together. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, uh, for me, uh, I kind of sort of uh, wanted to, uh, because I've always been assisting when I was there. Uh, I wasn't really in the position to main shoot or really take any pre-wedding uh, projects of uh, over there, lah. So for me, uh, I just decided to, uh, you know really take the knowledge from there and uh, try to make it my own thing mm. so uh, which is why I'm, I am I did that uh, pre-wedding shoot um, uh, it's just a self-fulfillment kind of thing uh, at the same time you know provide some nice shots for the couple uh, practice my skills um, which is kind of in line with 2020 you know like what I said previously um yeah and and I guess it, it 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 oh by the way it wasn't it wasn't like a it wasn't like a it wasn't a paid thing la. I mean oh. I think I'm comfortable with putting it out there. Okay. Uh, yeah but for me uh it really was uh just a sort of uh, proof to myself uh and also a practice thing uh like whether you know I am really even am I even good at this or not. And you know the funny thing is I accidentally posted it on my Facebook. <laughs> Um, not not that not that I wasn't allowed to la, because I did ask the couple whether are they okay with me you know oh. using this um, and they were um, but for me uh, like I was just I was just testing out the share on Facebook because I, I was thinking of making a, like a Facebook page for myself okay. so I made one right <laughs> then I wanted to sh- share the Facebook because I thought it was connected but I shared to my personal and I was like <laughs> yeah but Surprisingly, it was quite popular. And it was so popular in the first hour, right, that I just thought, you know, I'll just leave it up there. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I mean, it's okay. I mean, if they don't affect anyone in terms of, like, as long as you don't bring in any, like, agreement or any legal issues. Yeah, no. So, um, for me, yeah, that was that. Uh, I felt really good about that shoot. Um, <laughs> and I think I feel, I felt good as well because of the validation uh, I kind of I mean the support I got from uh, my friends and family like, on, on, on Facebook as well so yeah uh, I think just nice because uh, you talk about uh, doing free work mm. we have a previous podcast to talk about free work yeah, yeah. why should we do it 
count as a benefit. Mm. And uh, definitely there will be some benefits. If you offer yourself as a second shooter and you're doing it for free, or even offer yourself uh, as a main shooter, mm. doing for low cost uh, to test your skill, I think uh, doing that can definitely allow you to grow mm. in a real world situation. Mm. And, uh, of course, doing for low price, then of course the couple must have some expectation. Uh, yeah. Drop the expectation so that uh, they won't feel as bad like if there's anything happening at least it's putting out there that mm-hmm. it's at low cost la. Mm-hmm. so it's a win-win for everyone uh, it, it's good that you actually put yourself into a difficult situation to move in the real world I think yeah because for me now uh, starting out uh, I, I do get gigs here and there la, but when I don't have gigs I do try and occupy myself you know I try and make sure that I am looking forward, you know, uh, have something upcoming, you know. Yeah, because I mean, I, I, I really need to put myself through the through the works uh, to, to, to improve myself and also, you know, eventually be proud of uh, what I've built as well, you know. I'm definitely still in the infancy uh, Maybe not, maybe not infancy la. Infancy is kind of too early, but uh, transiting to doing this full time, you know. So I do think it's important to keep myself busy and work on myself. Yeah, uh, this is something uh, that we're gonna talk about today. Oh. Which is finding time for fashion, uh, fashion projects, uh, and uh, you may benefit from it. I I actually wanted to write will, but then uh, I think will is a bit strong. <laughs> uh, not all passion projects will lead to something. Yeah. Definitely, it's going to improve your skill overall, depending on what you are doing. Uh, there will be a few things that I'll be sharing uh, later, but before that, we will have a quick fire round to know you better. Oh. <laughs> if you don't listen to my podcast, then you screw up on this, but it's normal. It's normal. Oh. Only you want. But uh, it will be just about 5 to 10 questions. Okay. As fast as we can. Okay. Ready? Let's go. Let's change your position. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's the best piece of advice you've received? Best piece of advice? Uh, uh, I think... Well, I think, I, think I, I absorb a lot of things and there really isn't really like one really like a really impacting factor. I kind of crystallize everything into in my head and, and yeah. sort of uh, sure. spit out some advice I, yeah. in, in my head. Yeah. So to me, I do feel like, um, I, I I mean, some people that know me, I probably said the same shit, but, uh, oh, sorry, can I say? No, it's okay, it's some, some people say, yeah, I probably told a lot of people the same shit, but then to me, being happy is very important. Uh, um, because even the, the richest man out there is trying to find their own happiness. But if in this moment you are happy, you know, they, you're, you're already ahead of them in a way, you know? That is the ultimate um, uh, feeling you can have, la, you know, euphoria. Uh, and it doesn't take a lot of money to do that. Uh, it takes a lot of heart, passion, uh, feel for the people. And I think that's the best advice I've given myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, I really repeat that to myself uh, a lot. Uh, well, subconsciously la, because I think it, it helps me move forward uh, and make decisions that I feel are best for myself yeah yeah what's something that you feel that feel that 
I think I've probably failed at uh, really like a conforming or I would say I've struggled with that a lot. Um, I think from a young age, I kind of already felt uncomfortable with maybe, you know, just following the, the standard path of graduating, go put in a corporate, you know, earn some money and all this. Because I, I wouldn't say my childhood was smooth. La. And uh, I kind of had to, you know, find my own identity. And throughout that period, I just don't think I could stand the thought of, you know, working for a corporate and just completely giving up on looking for myself. So I, I, I feel like even until now, that kind of directs my thinking a bit. Um, but I would say definitely I feel that conforming la, and my parents, uh, <laughs> you know, they, 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 yeah, yeah they, they're not the most comfortable about me making uh, the decision to jump to freelance, uh, do, uh, do this full time. But uh, yeah, uh, I guess they probably can tell you more about this. <laughs> At least they don't, they don't stop. For sure, la, they definitely are supportive for that, but they worry, la, they worry. And, uh, yeah, understandable. Mm. Mm, yeah, but I mean, um, I definitely do hope to uh, prove them uh, not wrong. La. I would definitely hope to comfort them uh, with my success in, in uh, the, uh, the future la, uh, that I work towards. Yeah. Okay. If you have one lens to shoot, what would be it? One lens to shoot. Uh. <laughs> I almost straight go for the practical. Uh, like, uh, I guess 2470 or. Oh. Yeah. Primer. Right? Prime, uh, <laughs> uh, 50 or? Uh. Mm. For sure. Uh. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe in the future when uh, I have more of a creative uh, direction, I might say it's different. But for now, I definitely go for the safe options. Uh. Boring, right? But I'm not there to judge. Like, if you're gonna twenty four seventy, so be it. Like, everybody, like, everybody has their own style. Like, everybody has their own comfort level of shooting. Because I do feel like uh, having that kind of a uh, range, you give yourself more space to uh, really craft that story. Because you know some situations really ask for different things. Yeah, and you might not have the space to maneuver, and yeah, so I do feel like that's probably the lens. Yeah. Okay. If you have one superpower, what would be and why? Wow. It's funny how this question is not. I mean, it's quite common, mm-hmm. but I never really have a very good answer. Yeah, it's like a superpower. Maybe. Uh, I. Think make people make people happy, or oh, that aligns with your vision anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know. It's a very uh, it's very lame, like I would say. But okay. I don't know if because I mean having being able to fly or like a you know having super strength or this is kind of like a it's a bit more self serving uh, and. I mean, I can be selfish at times, but I almost feel like uh, at the end of the day, you kind of want to uh, impact the world in, 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 in positively uh, uh, and uh, in, in whatever way you, you, you can. 
<laughs> so, lame answer, but I mean, okay. yeah, I, I just want to make people happy. Yeah. <laughs> if your house is on fire, what are the two things you're going to get out? <laughs> <laughs> my phone. Yeah, my phone and probably my my rabbits. My rabbits are two things, eh. So, okay, let's consider one. Let's consider one. Yeah, la. Okay, la. one. I have two rabbits, so... So, so I don't know. What I'll probably means? take my phone and my rabbits. Uh, my rabbits are snowy and summer. Uh, yeah, one is white, one is a bit ash grey. So they're very cute. Yeah, as, they're very aesthetic together. <laughs> you have them since when? I, I think two, three months ago. Oh. It was pretty recent, but I love them a lot. Um... I adopted them from a friend. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I just felt like um, I needed some life in my room, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, like for real. So I, I got uh, some rabbits. Uh, yeah, I, I love them a lot. So yeah. Okay, if you weren't in this industry, what would you be doing? Hmm. What would I be doing? Mm-hmm. I think probably some social work probably or like uh, because in uni I studied sociology mm-hmm. so I'm kind of interested in that kind of thing you know human behaviour and uh, I, I I do f- feel like I want to help people uh, I, I so I suppose in a in a in a alternate universe I probably would be doing that okay. yeah yeah okay. uh, you completed your Fire round. Oh, congratulations! Thank you. Uh, we come to the main topic of the day, okay. which is why you spend some time doing passion projects and how you may benefit from it. Right. So, uh, in general, uh, maybe Jeremy can share first, like your view in terms of passion projects, and maybe some history of you doing passion project and how you, how you approach it. Yeah. Hmm. So for me, a passion project, I suppose the main thing would be is something is exploring your own identity la, first and foremost because I mean it's a passion project. It's not really for anyone else aside from yourself. Um, and uh, yeah, it's really like trying to push your own boundaries and see where you end up. And uh, I think that to me is what a passion project is. Uh, why else would you do it if you're doing a comfortable project and something like you know that you already know you are you know doing a passion project is to push yourself and uh, to f- to find out more about who you really are yeah I, I, I guess that was it what's the other one? I think, no uh, uh, this is like follow up questions right 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 uh, like for me I feel like uh, passion projects I'm okay previously before I have like this as a full time mm-hmm. I already sort of like have a list of things that I always wanted to do it's uh-huh. just that I don't have enough time mm-hmm. so all those things that I want to do I will, I will kind of write it mentally I don't write it physically but, uh, I will kind of like a mental note to say like the moment I have uh, this become full time this is the things I want to do and one of them is actually for God always wanted to do cool. a chance to do so I held, held, I held this uh, I, I hold this project for like until I think I've been thinking it for six months, but I didn't have a chance to do it mm-hmm. because I don't I don't know enough people in the industry. Mm-hmm. You know, I I can't introduce myself. Mm-hmm. There's no platform for me. Yeah. Uh, and 
luckily a few months later uh, uh, a few of my friends invited me to that uh, wedding gathering thing where all the vendors are there mm-hmm. I managed to introduce myself and that's how the project like started like mm-hmm. really have to I think uh, main thing is to have a mental note of what you want to do mm-hmm. but then um, can you maybe you can share like what are the key reasons why you might think that or maybe if you know people that mm. want to do a passion project but feel halfway through or maybe you haven't started hmm why they feel that hmm maybe uh I don't know. I can't really think of anyone specific, but I mean, if you were to ask me, maybe probably because they have different priorities at a different point of their lives. I mean, I I do believe it is definitely possible that a person does not have the luxury or the time to really devote to themselves. I think it really is a is a is a luxury thing that I I am even able to 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 be where I am now because um, some people have to really devote. Their being to their family, you know, their responsibilities, and uh, I, I, I do feel for them. Um, uh, I, I guess in a certain sense that is a respectable way to, 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 to not really be able to pursue your passion projects. But at the same time, I do think it is important, and not to, to, not to completely. Uh, chucky one side because I mean we only have one life to live uh, you know I mean and you really kind of owe it to yourself to find out who you really are um, you know to do the things you want to do you know uh, I, 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 if not I just think uh, it's a bit of a waste uh, because I do think every life is worth living uh, you know so yeah I, I, I think passion projects are important uh, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's a great, like, uh, I actually, okay, for people that have certain commitment, I, uh, there's this one tip that I don't know whether it's a concept tip, but, uh, if you can't do something in your vision that you want to attain, right, one thing is, like, besides doing a mental note, to kind of, like, tell yourself when you do it, when, mm-hmm. like, how you want to do it, another way is to, like, maybe scale it down, because I think a lot of people have passion projects, but, their vision is so hard to attain, like really like damn far off. Like oh, we want to find oh, I think you're right. Yeah. shooting certain things, we want to shoot that angle. Mm-hmm. Like we go to Iceland to shoot that kind mm-hmm. of like, all the Aurora thing. Like, <laughs> it becomes very hard. Then, yeah, like, yeah, you're right. Like, actually, yeah. Uh, and when you think about it, it's like oh my god, I spend like five thousand dollars just to go there and to buy the right equipment and stuff. Then there's a lot of like uh, money involved and stuff like that. But I feel that it shouldn't be that way. Mm. Uh, they can scale it smaller, like they can start small, like we just get like the most amazing sunset that they they, they themselves can take mm-hmm. in Singapore or maybe mm. other places that they are doing instead of like shooting the dreams and hopes all the way to the sky. Like I think that scares the person that is planning, uh, and they will have a lot of doubts. Yeah. And I think passion project is supposed to be motivating and not like trying to demoralize you. And they always compare with people that are like been doing it for 10, 20 years. Then of course the expectation and their skill will be definitely scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Ah, well, I kind of took that advice on myself. Eh. Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. Eh. That's very true. Eh. Yeah, I sometimes scare myself with uh, my own the things that I want to do. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Scale it down. Yeah, for sure. Mm. One step at a time, or you know, yeah. Yeah, because I personally feel that uh, saying no time is a bit BS, lah. Mm, mm, because oh, I feel attacked. <laughs> no lah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's you, lah. Like, everybody is given twenty four hours. Right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then I mean, everybody have a day job and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know it's very difficult to spare some time on certain things that you might think it's not as important as mm. some things, but. I feel that throughout one whole year, definitely there will be like one weekend that you are free. Definitely mm-hmm. have a few hours here and there yeah. besides watching Netflix, mm-hmm. like doing other things, lah. Yeah. I mean, I do believe someone can utilize like assuming you're sleeping eight hours. I don't believe someone will do sixteen hours mm-hmm. straight. Mm-hmm. There will be definitely some hours that you chill, or mm-hmm. you know, just basically not being productive. Yeah. And I feel that that those pockets of times are the best time to actually something mm. even if one day you can commit like two hours so be just two hours no? or even one hour or half an hour I think that's how skill goes mm. you know something interesting that I heard recently uh, a lot of that no time comes from the fact that people actually use a lot of time to manage their emotions so it's like uh, if let's say I mean you, you're right like maybe take two hours out of the day but then because a person might not be fully in control of uh, their own emotions. Uh, that that two hours that they are free, uh, they won't bring themselves to do it because they spend the two hours convincing themselves. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it now. You know all these things. Uh, you know, uh, how do I do that? Like, like, is it worth my time? All this. Uh, yeah, it's easier to just do something else. You know. So, uh, a lot of that is also. With some kind of mental strength, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be resilient and focused. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually, it's not bad, lah. You share something that I'm also learning. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's true. Uh, yeah. Now, now you say it, it, all, it all makes sense, lah. Mm. Like that's like uh, one of the uh, common things, like you know, like people want to go to the gym. Yeah, fit, yeah. And they can't get themselves off the bed. Yeah. So that waking up early part and stuff. I think that's like the mental challenge for them. It's yeah. not even the physical part that's hard. Yeah. It's actually yeah. up going to the gym. That that uh discipline to make yourself do that every single day. Or maybe uh, every once, every two days, like, you know. Yeah, because when they wake up, the first thing they think about is, oh, I'm so tired. All these, I mean, I do it lah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not above that. But then I'm just saying that I, you know, the time spent thinking about it, managing emotions, and if I was strong enough, uh, I could just be like, okay, never mind, just do it, just go, don't care, you know, you know, I'll probably accomplish a lot more, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, okay, this is very good stuff. Like, yeah. Sharing. <laughs> uh, maybe you can see <clears throat> like the workflow, like. How, how do you figure out your own passion projects? I mean, for someone that have zero idea, like they really want to go into this industry, this mm, industry mm. but they don't know what passion project they, are, they should be looking for. Mm-hmm. Is there a way that you figure things out? Mm, for me, uh, I do look to a lot of uh, people who are already in the industry. Um, and maybe I def- pick out people whose style I like. Uh, I try to analyze why I like their style, and 
maybe sort of insert some kind of my own identity into it or the way I do things. Uh, so that could be a starting point la, is to emulate first. Um, because, I mean, don't... I, I remind myself a lot that, uh, you know, that person that you admire, you could be that one day, you know. It, but really, you have to take that first step. Uh, because I think when I was younger, I had a lot of uh, self-confidence uh, issues. I mean, even even now, la, I would say. Uh, uh, it's, it's quite common, I guess. Um, but uh, I do, th- I, I do, I'm quite aware about it. And uh, sometimes I look at a person and I'm like, oh, there's no way I'm going to uh, achieve that. I don't know how do I even begin, you know. Or, or, or whether my time that I put in will even get me there because uh, a lot of some a lot of stories from people who have been through it and maybe uh, not worked out right it, it's always very scary you know you could end up like them and uh, you, you know you all you have is a story to tell and maybe a lesson learned uh, which is invaluable but uh, I, I it's not enviable situation uh, because you do hope for your works to pay off uh, so yeah, a way to start is definitely to have a goal in mind. Uh, you know, maybe have a creative person that you uh, want to emulate uh, and really, you know, navigate your way. Maybe you might branch off somewhere, but definitely the easiest way to start is to copy. Uh. Yeah, I think yeah. doing that copy thing, it really will take quite a bit of time mm. to list off a lot of like, uh, things that you can emulate. Uh. Yeah. yeah. At least for myself, I've been following like because I do uh, because I also shoot weddings and I will follow other wedding photographers mm-hmm. overseas, local. I'll just like once I feel like oh uh, if more of their works like attract me, I'm like mm-hmm. oh yeah maybe that I can do it in like future shoots. Yeah, yeah. Be pre wed my own. Uh, whether is it a fashion project for myself, certain angles or a certain way that they create dialogues. I think uh, people can take note and try to uh, put it on your next project. It doesn't have to be necessary like your real like client project like, mm. but you can actually use it for your own project I mean the way you shoot what kind of lens that you use I mean if you have if you study people's work you break down their work you can actually understand it. I, I, I do have this habit of like not all the time mm. uh, sometimes I watch on YouTube and I see some parts that I really learn. I literally slow down that process <laughs> yeah, I do that also like press and hold space bar, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I need to really understand how the transition is gonna be like and yeah. why they do certain things. Yeah. The way they shoot. This give me like a lot of insights. It's like a little secret way of me thinking of like skill set yeah. because they don't explain how they do it. Yeah. So the only way is to dissect them. Yeah. Really like strip apart and really understand. I think that's one way that you can learn then straight away emulate it I mm. mean whether you can do it or not uh, probably there's another thing like you can learn it some other place some transition might mm. be harder than the yeah. rest but I feel that that's definitely a good starting point yeah 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 emulation is definitely good yeah and then um, just now we talk about writing our passion I think that's been mentioned mm. um, next we can talk about next we can talk about like uh, create passion projects that leads to that creates opportunity mm. I'm not sure whether you have faced it like you have like a real life example mm-hmm. that you you did a passion project that leads you to somewhere else that you didn't expect. Mm. 
Yeah. Um, so uh, I I think initially I wasn't exactly intending on uh, joining this uh, wedding production company, um, but so I actually come from a music background. So a, a bit backstory is uh, I did music all the way up to uni, uh, but I kind of did a switch because at that point of time I was seriously considering my career options and. Mm, I didn't think I was good enough in, in, in at music mm-hmm. uh, in that headspace like, at that time uh, I just felt like you know uh, I don't think I have what it takes to become professional but I do still want to create things so I thought of uh, maybe uh, delving into photography for example so at that point of time I had uh, overseas module uh, in London so I took the opportunity to really explore this. Uh, I didn't have a proper camera then. I bought moment lenses. Do you know moment lens? Yeah. 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 I bought moment lenses uh, to plug into my phone. Uh, and I just shot like mad. Uh. I just like went around, just take everything. Because everything looks so nice. Uh. Yeah. Well, shot around, take everything. I took videos. I bought a D- DJI Osmo wow. mobile. Okay. Yeah, so I shot video. I, I really like... I, I, I was doing some gimbal thing when all the students were walking together as a group. Okay. <laughs> I was like, not thinking back, I probably look a bit mad. La. But at that time, I had a very one-track mind of like making a, like a compilation or like, a, you know, that, that, that kind of thing. So, uh, out of that came an opportunity to join, through, through friends, friends, you know, this kind of thing, then uh, to join this company. La. And I was like, why not? Uh, I'm going to graduate uh, might as well give myself a shot see see how it goes and uh, I think that decision kind of changed my life uh. I, I, I went in uh, I, I showed them my works and uh, I, 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 I I can't believe they took me in <laughs> because honestly at that point I was like wow I, I yeah I, I can't believe they took me in it was so it was so I'm, I'm very grateful um yeah, and my mentor was the one that interviewed me, so I'm very grateful for for her as well. Uh, so, uh, what, what was the question? I kind of got lost. The opportunity, like what what passion projects? Right, right. The yeah, I think that's one of the very very good example. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. How it, it, it converts into. It. But then, uh, of course, I want to tell people that are listening. Not all your passion projects might lead to somewhere, but <laughs> having it, I mean, you might open up chance chance because you are. But I'm make sure that you post. Somewhere, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Can refer or something. For sure. I mean, yeah. you film it, then you keep it somewhere mm. in your own updates where no one knows. Mm-hmm. But uh, if someone, like, if you have that, like, if you do plan project, you can keep it at one side. And, uh, if, or you can post it on YouTube or something. Then, in case people ask, I mean, there's a way that people can actually see. It do not have to be on your actual website or anything, but it can be somewhere that, uh, in case people mention, oh, do you do this, then. I think you can actually probably say, oh yeah, last time we do passion project. And when the client listen to you saying passion project, mm. do you think that it's actually a good thing? Mm-hmm. Because they're like, oh, actually you're willing to do something out of your own mm-hmm. scope. Like, yeah. So, uh, client actually gives certain respect to passion projects because they know that that means something to you. Mm-hmm. And putting heart and soul to it. Because usually passion project, you usually put like more than 110 percent yeah, yeah. Like you have more inputs on that mm. particular thing because the plus is not paid, so uh, 
makes it like a bonus for them. It's like, oh, I really put something really like heart and soul into certain projects. Mm-hmm. At least for me, one as I'm not sure whether the listeners know or not. Uh, last year I did, we did like a trip to Myanmar and shot. It's because we went for holiday. Mm-hmm. So I just to use the chance to use whatever equipment that I had, mm-hmm. go there with my gimbal, everything. Mm-hmm. I just brought all the arsenal that I have. <laughs> I wanted to shoot something very related to travel films, but then I wanted a little bit of documentary. So uh, I went there with a clean slate. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really have like a better plan or I don't have like a storyboard. Mm-hmm. But I just went there and shot every single thing that I did mm-hmm. there. Uh, I did some documentary version of it, like uh, for one one of the issue was when we reached a certain area, it was uh, it was like two a.m. and three a.m. so mm. everything was closed. Mm. The hotel that we were supposed to check in uh, is away from where the bus dropped, so the mm. only way is to get like, drivers to drive us there. But then there wasn't anyone because everyone was sleeping. So yeah. Fact, there was this one particular shop that's open out uh-huh. there who went to empty street. Uh-huh. Then they managed to like uh, bring us. We to pay extra for for laser charge. Right, right, right. So like all these things have been documented and I like, managed <laughs> to bring it to the the film. Then it makes it very different from the normal travel film. Because I always feel yeah. that travel films got this missing element of like storytelling. It's always just nice, 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 nice. Then it's like oh okay. So, I agree. So what, yeah. Right? yeah. So yeah, then doing that project, wow, very long story. Doing that project, then I post it online. I mean the reception was good, like everybody was like, oh, okay, yeah. that's quite cool. I mean they're gonna see drive things like that before. <laughs> then uh one of my clients happened to sorry because I was hashtagging track or you know, that kind of uh-huh. Then I think they she saw the work. Then she was like, Oh, I need to hire you on one of my projects. Then uh we managed to shoot that project. It's actually for a bag. But uh that opened up like chance for me and my wife to fly to China mm, to mm, shoot mm, mm. one part of the film. Mm. Then also we have a, like a few couple projects locally that we shot for her because mm-hmm. she stays in Singapore but uh, she's flying around the, the person that saw my book oh. so uh, we met her and we opened up opportunities I mean it gives me a lot of chance to work with a project that we didn't have a chance that's amazing man I'm happy yeah. for you so it was like leading up to that but I never knew it would, get, it would, it would come so soon because mm. when I finished editing the film it was a I think April, last year April of me, mm-hmm. uh, she found us in late June or July. Right. So it was just like within two months and we just got like a direct message from Instagram. Uh-huh. That's it. That, that's how we confirmed the deal and met and talked. Yeah. So I feel that, yeah, this is one of those passion projects that really make your reputation like slightly better. Like people don't know, then now people know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's, that's, a, that's a great story, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, creating all these things. Uh, I, I just wanted because me and I, I just wanted Jeremy to share so I want to share like just that part of the story to kind of like motivate people that always been hesitating because I feel like uh it's always good to try. Like if okay, if you do have a passion project, you try to figure out one and you, you try doing first, then you tell yourself, okay, after that process, how do you feel? Uh do you feel more energized? First, I personally feel more energized after completing the project, not because the the opportunity came up. When I finished the project, when that was like in me, I I'm just very happy that it came out. It, it came out what what I wanted, mm. that what I envisioned uh, as a video uh, that mm. was a good project and 
like when I closed the case, I was like, I was like so happy. There's no profit. There's no revenue. There's no nothing. It's just basically a video that I did with a vision. Mm. That's it. And by then, you should be, you should be feeling a little bit happy and a little bit like sad. For me, sad because it's done. You know, like mm. end of story. They we don't have that kind of like uh, fantasy like oh, how it's gonna be like. It's just there. That oh. is the vision that you attain. <laughs> I'm not sure whether you have this vision. I don't feel sad though. Like for me, I kind of get very obsessive about my my passion projects. Like after I'm done, whether is it dabbling in video or like a a photo series or whatever. But like after I'm done with it, uh, I keep looking at it. I keep looking at it. I'm like, wow, same. this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, you do the same thing. Yeah, I'm like, dude, oh wow, wow. I have this urge to share with people, but I know that no one's gonna care care for it as much as me, or at least obsess over it as much as me. But I, I kind of it's in these moments where I feel like, wow, you know, I want to keep creating. You know, I want to keep doing what I'm doing, because I I I just I, I I'm just the happiest like, in that moment. You know, yeah. yeah. So it's like this inner voice that yeah. you need to create. Yeah. I think you need to create. This is a very good slogan. Mm. Because uh, every episode I also mentioned that there's this urge that if you don't create, like, cause for me like now I'm busy with proper projects, mm. things. Mm. This way of communicating with my viewers is the best way for me to create, for me to express myself. Even though it's the same set every single week, but it's still a platform for me to really like share my ideas, my thoughts with people who are watching or bother to watch or listen. Uh, now it's no longer about whether I have listeners or not. I'm not doing this for profit, I'm not doing this for like to get attention, but I think it's a very nice way for people that feel the same frequency as me mm. to really like feel like they themselves can also create. Using this to encourage them that you can create when just find time to create. Just just do it. Basically just do it. Because it's worth it. Yeah, you at know? the end of the day you should be worth feeling to feel the benefits of it and yeah. not anyone of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't care how people feel about it, but you just start creating and see how it goes. Yeah. So, uh, another way that I feel that will benefit you is to, after you create the passion project, you should get feedback from uh, people. Mm. Do mm. you do that? Yeah, I, I do that. Um, I might get... Mm, I'll be like, oh yeah, thanks. But sometimes in my heart, I'm a bit, a bit defensive. La. I'm sure you get it. Because, you know, sometimes you just, you're just like, yeah, but they, like, they, they'll, they'll tell you like, oh, but this part not nice. Then you're like, but I did that on purpose, you know. It's like, yeah. I, I, I thought it was nice, you know. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, but feedback is definitely important. But I would say get very uh, focused feedback la, uh, from people whose feedback maybe matters a bit more in this context. Uh, so I, I would say I don't know if you ask the layman for example and if they are not your target audience the feedback you get is not very directed towards your goal oh, that's true you really have to find the right people to advise you yeah for sure because mm. I usually have feedback uh, in two channels either it's from clients mm-hmm. sometimes I just secretly add things that make it look better <laughs> um, it doesn't look like a normal project like uh, remove this down but uh, it's supposed to be like that. I yeah. It's supposed to have that kind of factor. But yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to speak back to corporate style, I mean, 
no one can stop you lah. Mm-hmm. Exactly for my yeah. for my job. So uh, usually I will just tell them, oh, actually it's on purpose for them. But at least they bother to tell me lah. Mm-hmm. Not very relevant to what 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 they envision lah. Mm. Uh, then another way is I will ask uh, my close friends, uh, especially I will ask my wife for like her opinion. Mm. Uh, mainly on the wedding side, because mm. she also help help me shoot. Mm. So I will show her the first draft and she kind of like uh, give her very straight to the point mm. comment. Mm. She don't sugarcoat, so that's the best part. Like literally, it's coming to the Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I think that's very important not, 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 not to sugarcoat Because I mean It's not very It's not very helpful to the end goal You know You're trying to improve the thing Not make The artist make Feel better Yeah, so Yeah, I think also Must humble down When mm. you're Gonna ask for feedback uh, It's not always roses It's not always good Yeah uh, There will be some Criticism About certain ways uh, you can take it positively mm. and like maybe just like I also don't know like, I, I feel that every comment is a good comment uh, mm-hmm. because people they are watching uh, if you are posting it online people they are watching are usually layman yeah, yeah. Uh, will be a little bit of people they are same frequency as you mm. uh, basically they are in this industry maybe they can understand mm. that mm. Uh, but because our we are relying on usually layman people to hire us, at least to hire me. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's much better if I think from their perspective so that they can give their honest feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I like 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 what I said. Um, in that context, you know, the right people of that context. So I suppose a layman's feedback is definitely useful to you, uh, because, uh, in your context, uh, those are your target audience. Uh. Yeah. 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 the most uh, passionate part of the project that you love? Hmm. Um, I think just being able to really actualize my own ideas in a way um, because in my in my quest for you know finding my own identity I think uh I really enjoy creating things because um, uh, it's sort of it's a reflection of my my thought process, you know, my mind, uh, how I look at things, for example. So I guess probably just creating I'm passionate about. Mm. Yeah. Not very not very focused answer, but I, I guess I, I, I am just passionate about making uh, things with my own hands out of nothing, la, you know? Mm, yeah. Part, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, that, that, that sounds like quite, quite okay. Mm. Uh, but do you have any passion projects that you manage to learn a new skill or even a passion project that is not even related to you? Like, because you have photography, mm-hmm. do you have any passion, uh, passion projects that you learn other skill sets? So I actually been into music for a long, long time. I mean, I'm still into music. I, I, I guess I don't play as much, but I definitely listen uh, a lot. Um, 
And uh, when it comes to things like music production, for example, or at least to the, I mean, to the part where I I, I can understand. Uh, so like when you mix for a song, mm. there are highs, mids, and uh, lows, right? So there is kind of a there's kind of a way to to balance it, uh, and and I almost feel like that. Uh, concept is very transferable to you know f- photo editing as well you know highlights and shadows and all these things it's always a balance you know uh, and I think wait what was the question again sorry no, I keep is, I, is I, it I true like passion, uh, is there any passion project that you did oh. manage to learn new skills right 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 so I think um, I, I, I I kind of uh, picked up the the editing uh, part of uh, photo very quite quickly like, I mean in, in my mind is that because I related it back to that and it was like a it's like oh yeah of course you must balance the photo you know uh, make it easier to look at it's the same concept as listening to music you know if it's well mixed it's very easy to listen to the bass is not too much it's like uh, or like a, you know something is too too squeaky or whatever I guess I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's quite cool. Like for me, what I learned the most through passion projects are uh one example would be lighting. Because mm. uh sometimes when you shoot run and gun wedding mostly weddings I say, mm. uh, you don't get the chance to play like I mean you no. can play with natural light mm-hmm. uh but you don't get to get uh, the chance to play with studio lights. Like, yeah, to really craft a a, a scene. Yeah. yeah. I I generally know like Mm. But then you don't uh, If you can physically Shift your source mm. Your light source mm-hmm. The shadows And how it casts On certain look Like Now I'm looking at you With like a half meter Yeah One side of you Which I personally like If I'm shooting like this way Then Sometimes I see I'm like oh, yeah, I can actually light it this way Instead of shooting it From straight front Because mm-hmm. You know like some If you shoot With the Like the Like the sun Right in front of you It's just very flat yeah. Then there's no contrast, no nothing. Yeah. Then yeah. Uh, a, a good way is to shift your subject in the sense that you can actually see mm-hmm. how the shadow being cast. Yeah. So, uh, um, playing with that in my own passion projects made me feel like a lot more confident when I bring the light to clients. Ah, okay. So, I, I don't have to figure things out during the shoot. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how I was shooting. Mm-hmm. Like, now I do this, then next time when I see this, I want to do this kind of shadow. Then I said, okay, let's put the light right there. Mm. You just sit here, you just face this way. Done. Do we ever need to think about it? Yeah. I think it's the continuous practice of a particular skill set that you do on passion projects. Uh, hopefully, it's transferable. Mm. And mm-hmm. you can definitely reuse it. And, you know, like, at least you know that you're not learning, or you're not doing just a project, but mm. you're also learning a, a, a skill, mm. a particular skill set. Mm. And hopefully, uh, like uh, the chance of you using of commercial work would be more than mm. you benefit more yeah, yeah yeah what's the biggest mistake that you have made through <laughs> like, this whole journey uh, creative my creative journey uh, mm, I don't know I, I kind of don't want to think of it as mistakes lah it's all part of the process for sure I try to adopt that mindset but I guess something that I wish was 
I, I maybe might have helped accelerate this, uh, you know, would probably be to get into, you know, photography maybe early on in my life. Uh, so, you know, I didn't have to go through the whole process about, you know, trying to work a, a full-time job that I didn't like, you know. Uh, you know, I, I could just straight away come out, have the confidence in myself, join a company, learn, you know, and, and maybe do it myself. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Okay, you're, you're actually, actually, you're not very late. Like, uh, I started later than you. Nah. Yeah, because uh, when I started, it was more of like freelance thing. Yeah. To me, that's not really cost. Mm. Last year was the year that I started. Like, mm. I really, really started. Mm, mm, really mm. understand the process. Uh, even the sales partner. Like, yeah. To me, sales partner is like, what? Then when I started to... Uh, then, when, when, then when people tell me, oh, when you get your clients to sign a certain project, that is the funnel. Like, mm. That is how you start the project. Mm. And that before they sign that whole chunk, it's actually the sales partner. Like, mm, how mm, you entice mm. them and uh, how you justify you meet them and talk. Then you sign... Yeah, that's the whole concept. Uh, like that, then uh, no uh, Then when people tell me it's like, oh, that's just one of them. Like, oh, I don't know. I, I subconsciously already start learning mm. all this process. But uh, to me, it's like yeah, lor, You really have to uh, figure it out uh, how, how how it works. Yeah. Then slowly you pick up. Mm. Uh. So okay, the last question I would usually ask my guests is like, uh, can you give like a tip, maybe a few tricks under your sleeve? How many people say just do it? If you say just do it, then you'll be like the f- fourth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking like everyone probably said just do it. Okay, let me think of something better, okay? <laughs> I, I would say really um, think about what you want to get out of it. Lah. You know, freelance isn't, isn't for everyone. Uh, you you really must have a, a, a very deep uh you know, urge to want to really create. I mean, or at least that's how I think. Uh, it's, that, like that is the life that you want. It's, it's not as easy as maybe some people make it look. You know, there's a lot of work behind because you have to hone your craft and at the same time pick up some business skills. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of a, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's can, can get kind of overwhelming. Yeah. So I would say, um, I would say just do it. Uh. <laughs> you will learn. Uh, you do it. But I almost, that, that really is the way. Uh. You kind of just got to go make mistakes, learn, yeah. you know, yeah. one step at a time. Uh, you really need to like, uh, go through the, the hardships first. Yeah. Then, it's, it's, it's very hard for me to explain like what are the hardships I mean they, you can afford it as much as you can yeah. but definitely you're going to stumble onto challenges yeah, you and, uh, and it's very uh, customised to person to person, person, person. Yeah. like uh, some things that I might feel that is very hard might not be very hard to other individuals yeah. they might they might cruise through that particular part but then some will struggle really hard on the other aspect like maybe sales Sales. Mm. I think that, that that can be for another topic, mm. uh, But I need to find the right salesperson to even share. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, true, true, true. If you want to 
share the wrong things with people, mm. things that we're not confident in, then uh, misled people into different uh, advices. Uh, but uh, thank you, Jeremy, today. Welcome, welcome. It's uh, my pleasure. We have shared a lot. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm really thankful that you actually, you say you got nothing to say, but end up you can say a lot of nice nuggets for Oh, I I mean I I, I don't know. I just speak my mind, you know. I don't know. I don't know how 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 much people will take away from this lah. But uh, yeah, I just want to say I'm still learning. Uh, I'm a work in progress. Uh, but I yeah, I have things I want to achieve. Yeah. So if you wanna learn more about my, about my work, you can go follow me at, at the Observatory Project uh, on Instagram. Uh, I also have a website www.theobservatoryproject.com. Uh, if you wanna check out more uh, of my works, uh, if you do wanna collab, you know, just hit me up. Uh, whether it be a passion project or uh, you you wanna hire me, uh, I'm down. Uh, I'm down. You know, uh, we can. Embark on this journey together, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, we are both open to ideas. Like, yeah. Yeah, so that's why you can jump along on this podcast and share your thoughts. Yeah. Uh, thank you again, Jeremy. Uh, really nice to have you. Uh, hopefully, we'll have one more uh, repeated sector guest. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm down, man. This was fun. I, I halfway also kind of forgot that we were, we were doing this, actually, to be honest. Like, I was just so in my head and like listening to what you said. Yeah, this was fun, man. Yeah, I, yeah it was fun.